Hello and welcome back to the podcast. We are, I would say, alive and well, but I don't mm. know if that's true. We at least have voices, though, this episode, so the job can be done. Um, <clears throat> we're kind of back on schedule, but also we're recording on Halloween. Which is so wild that we're recording on Halloween, but it's not necessarily like a Halloween episode. Like, all of our bats are gone. I know. It's kind of like a violation of everything we stand for, to be honest. But we've done all the Halloween things already. Yeah. Except at the end, we are still going to read spooky stories because we didn't get to finish them all. And I I found two good ones. So So we had to. That will be our stories for the week. Also on Patreon this week, kind of keeping it spooky. This is true. We're going to go through and rate celebrity Halloween costumes. And with a lot of them, I actually found some like more information, kind of more podcast material. So it's going to be kind of like a second episode. Heck yeah, it is. Um, so yeah, join the Patreon bonus content for that. But we had our Halloween party. Mm. And for whatever reason, which Evan says we do this every year, but... We went like way too extreme and we do that every so Halloween. many fireball shots were taken for no reason. Um <clears throat> actually I never take shots too. I think no, that's like just a known fact. And when I grabbed like the one fireball I only took one, but like that was enough for me. Um I and when like I it grabbed your it, idea. And it it was. Which was nuts, and that's the reason I did a fireball shot. But I think you did more than me. No, I only did one. I pretended to do another one. I was faking some shots by the end of the night. Um, It was probably best for you. It really was. Not that it helped at all because you still ended up being unwell. Yeah, I I was pretty unwell. But honestly, so many people were vomiting by the end of the night. And like, I don't know if that's a sign of a successful party. Uh, Who's to say, really? But I was kind of happy about it. (laughs) Yeah, because I was like, dude. Our friends never get like that anymore. We were acting like we were freshly 21 again. I know. Well, like the saddest thing actually was is like, there are other things that came up as possibilities for this weekend to do instead of a Halloween party. We, when... When it came to this Halloween party, we were on the phone one day and at this party had like 12 different versions of what the party could be ultimately to land on almost exactly thing. what we do every single I year. Know. Well, OK, so we're getting to the point where I was like, are we too old to just like hang out at the house, which no, you're never too old to do that. But like I was thinking we should do an activity. So I tried to plan sophisticated activities and like it all just felt as shit. Um, I was like, let's go to a wine tasting. Nobody, by the way, like nobody else was in on this except no, us. No, yeah. None, any of our friends that are currently listening are like, what do you mean? Like there yeah, was, that was maybe not going to be a costume Halloween party. But the saddest thing was, as I said to you, I was like, I feel like we have to do this and we have to do it the down and dirty old way because... Mm. After this year, like, there's a potential that people are going to be getting pregnant in our friend group, having children. Yes. And, like, are we going to want to act that feral anymore? I just highly doubt it. I I think it's a no, too. But with our friends, you just never really know what way it's going to go. But, like, also, our friends have never had kids before. So, like, it's really, like, the unknown. Here's my thing. I feel like at the beginning of having kids, like, nobody's going to hang out anymore. And then I feel that once the kids are, like, five and they're okay to not completely mm-hmm. have to 
take care of like like I mean you still have to but like you know what I'm saying once they're uh, like <clears throat> old enough to like go in like the walk. kids like area and like hang out and like play amongst themselves then you think we'll like go through another phase yeah, of getting like a little bit feral I do hear I've been told by people that like you know you go through like your surgeons of like when you're like 21 and young, sometimes people go pretty crazy. They go pretty hard when they drink. And then things start to mellow out when people are like getting engaged, getting married, getting houses. And then once you hit 30, like you get another like burst of life and another like burst of let's go hard. Like let's take shots. I think because our friends haven't. I don't know if it's going to be true anymore, like, at the beginning of 30s. I feel like mid-30s, mid-30s will go is going to be our time. Yeah, because now everyone's kind of getting married later and having kids later. That's true. So it's not COVID be... really threw a wrench. I feel like a lot of our friends would already be married if it wasn't for COVID. Possibly. Like that took some time away from us. Yeah, kind of, possibly. <clears throat> but we were, I feel that this Halloween party was good enough for me if it needs to last a few years yeah like if that's like our last taste of like a garage halloween party yeah i was fine with that but i mean everyone everyone went hard in there everyone's costumes went hard dude well we did the scooby-doo thing and everybody that came in didn't say hi to me for a while because nobody knew that it was me you startled me when i walked into the house because i got there i think i was the first one there me and brian normal but I opened the door into the house and I looked to my left and I I knew you would be somewhere within the home but I was like it was a jump scare seeing you because like I knew it was you but didn't think it was you because the wig looked so real well that was the consensus that I heard so like you obviously had a wig on too but yours was like red and it wasn't as realistic I guess but like people genuinely thought one People didn't realize it was me because they thought it was real hair. But then two, even when people did realize it was me, somebody literally thought I cut and dyed my hair just for the thing. Stop it. Who thought that? Um, and I was like, no, but that would have been a sleigh. That would have been total commitment. I mean, I could have seen you doing that. Yeah, that makes sense because like my, it was pretty obvious that my like orange wig was like not real hair. I yeah. tried my hardest though. <clears throat> like I put so much dry shampoo in it. I cut the bangs. I even, I didn't even tell you this. Like, I tried to, like, root the wig. So, like, I took, like, dark eyeshadow and I rooted it. I didn't do all that. I just (laughs) threw mine on. But I did end up having to cut the bangs. And I made a TikTok video being, like, I don't understand how people have bangs for real. Because all night I just couldn't stop touching them. Same. I also have to say, like, I genuinely thought my hairline receded one inch by the end of the night because of how tight the thing was on my head. And I was like, serious props to people who wear wigs because I also think I just had too much hair underneath it. Yeah. But like, yeah, it was so uncomfortable the whole time. Um, I really committed to the bit. And I think a lot of our friends did, which is the fun thing about doing Halloween as you get older, because I feel that the older we get, the more we commit we to try the bit. We do. For everyone our costume. was shocked that we, <clears throat> everyone that was in the Scooby-Doo crew, if you will, we all really committed and wore wigs and like, actually what the characters would wear and that's not like me my mom said point blank she was like I would have put money on that you were not going to wear that wig and you were just going to wear your hair um okay well can we be honest though you tried to cop out at the last minute and text me 
Are you wearing the wig? Because if no, not, I thought I'm you not. were gonna cop out of wearing Why would the wig. I? I was I committed know. the whole time. You called me three times about that damn I red did. wig. And I we're did. Like, well, you were recording. I can't your do this. <laughs> I was very nervous about it, but and we ended up keeping them on like most of the night. Yeah, it was crazy. It kind of flew by, but I think that's what always happens, especially when you host parties. Um, it just kind of flew by, but I was I was just saddest. I was like sitting inside like an old lady at the end of the night, just at the kitchen counter. And, like, a couple people were still there, and I was yeah. just, like, listening to the sounds of everyone vomiting, and I was like, success. <laughs> success. Um, yeah, but that was our week. And we did the tarot readings, too, which I feel really added just, like, an element of something cool to talk about. I highly recommend doing something like that or even just some kind of thing that everyone can talk about because we genuinely, everybody was coming out of there, and it was, like, we were running up to them like, what, what, what how was it? was it? How was it good? It was, was it so accurate? Exciting. And everybody loved it. Like we had people come out and be like, that was life changing. That was a revelation for me. Yes. And, and I was like, was saying therapy. how accurate it was. Everyone was like, you were right. That was so accurate. The things that she was saying to me. And I got sad because I didn't end up doing another one because so many people wanted to do it. People were a little nervous at first. They're like, I don't want to be first. But then like after like two people and everyone's like, I want to go. go like people yeah. were like racing each other to the door and it was like I can't <laughs> stand in the way of somebody else getting a reading today no I genuinely wanted to go again but I already told Brandy I'm like me Evan and Stevie didn't get to go and I'm like yeah. we will come another time because we don't want to like take it away from right other people other other party goers other um party goers. but definitely highly recommend it was a very good talking point and like therapeutic everybody came out just like I needed that. Yeah. I'm like, good for you. Um, Made me happy. But what was kind of crazy is I looked this up before this episode. I just want to see what the top Halloween costume was this year. Yeah. Partly because before Halloween happened, everyone was like, people are going to be Barbie. People are going to be Barbie. And I really didn't see a single Barbie. I, there was none at our party. And I've seen a million TikToks that were saying I expected to see so many Barbies because everyone on TikTok was discussing how it would be cute to be like, hi, Barbie. Hi, Barbie. It just didn't. Yeah, it it we thought it was going to happen. But because everyone thought everyone was going to do it, no one did it. That, yeah. Um, so I'm kind of thinking my next year's thinking is going to be the opposite. Everyone's going to be like, what's the most basic thing we can be? Let's be that because no one's going to be that. And then everyone's going to be it. I feel like, no, I honestly think there's going to be more Barbies next year because I feel like a lot of people wanted to be Barbie this year but didn't do it because they thought everyone else was going to do it. I heard that there was a lot of um, Dorothy from The Wizard of Oz this year. Really? I seen um, there was like a top list and a lot of them were basic ones like bunnies, like things that we always see. Mm -hmm. Um, But then there was like the witch from Wicked, Glinda. Yeah. Was a popular one. And then it did say that from Party City, Barbie was the number one selling costume still, but I believe that because I think the percentage of people who did it wanted Mm -hmm. to be different and party city sold the box Mm -hmm. where you were like in the box of Barbie. I did see somebody in a box. Yeah. Instead of the cowgirl one or the ones from the movie this year. Right. So I think people wanted to be like, oh, if I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it differently. So they bought that costume. Um, That's cute. But yeah, overall. It was a fun week. It was a fun Halloween, but it did kind of feel like it lasted a while this year, which I've never said before. 
um usually i want it to last longer mm-hmm. i don't know if it was just because of the internet but um yeah it was a lot this year i mean i have said this maybe not to you but i've definitely <clears throat> said it in pockets I feel like this year I'm going to be more of a holiday, a Christmas girly than I was a fall Halloween girly. You're I'm not the only one. excited about it. You're not the only one. For some reason, that you is feel the that consensus in your soul? on I'm just getting that vibe from everybody. And I don't know what it is. But what I will say is I was not thrilled that literally the day after our Halloween party, it got so cold so quick. Unbearably was, cold. Yeah, it was unbearable. And I was like, if this is a sign for anything that's to come, I'm not it's been interested. It's gotta warm up again. It's got to warm up. No, I'm up sure again. it will. And that's why also I feel <clears> sick. You can kind of tell, like, even my voice is kind of coming and going still right now. Because it was seventy eight yes. degrees on Friday Did, and now it's Tuesday we and were, it's thirty. When we were setting up the Halloween party, we were outside. Literally was beautiful so beautiful. Weather. Sun was shining. It was like sixty. I'm like this is perfect. Mm-hmm. By the next day, it was forty. I'm like that's See, that's good. how <clears throat> fall should be. Sixty degrees. Yeah. Well, I feel like fall flew by, but Halloween lasted forever. So I don't know how that adds up. Mm-hmm. But <clears throat> we've got to get to the Detroit Lions are our, back, baby. Our favorite thing to talk about. We won the game. Hell yeah, we did. Which was technically yesterday. And it was so funny because, again, when we don't watch together, we text about it. And the first thing that we say to each other is, why is Taylor Lautner there? Which obviously is from Michigan, but, like, still so random. Yeah. And then also Jack Harlow was there. But we figured out. Yes, that I was like, I cannot put my finger on why he would be yeah, here. When I, I, like, literally Googled them, like, why is Jack Harlow at the, at the game? <laughs> like, <laughs> like if he's not allowed to like football. Right. But, um, so apparently the Detroit Lions announced that Jack Harlow will be the halftime performer during the 84th annual Thanksgiving Day Classic, um, which is November 23rd at 12.30 p.m. where the Lions will play the Packers. Exciting. Where the Lions will beat the Packers. Exactly. Let's clarify that. Mm-hmm. Clarification. I um knew some people that went to the game. They were saying today that they made the announcement first, like, oh, for the Thanksgiving game, Jack Harlow will be performing but not everyone like knew that he was there and then they like panned to him at the game and everyone was like what like went nuts they're fake yeah they were like oh that's that's nice he'll be there for another game not the game we're at and then he was at the game they're like oh yeah i still like couldn't figure out exactly if people were there and then i was like why weren't we there but then like because we were still hung over but yeah could be but i did say also i think our third thing we said was i like their outfit yeah, we did like their outfits. The gray was cool. Mm-hmm. It's so funny because I think now that more women are getting involved in the NFL, mm-hmm. it's just that's probably a topic of conversation. It's got to be. Um, And it at least is for us. Oh, yeah. Always. And it's just funny, too. I like their outfits, not their uniforms. Their outfits. outfits. At least I didn't <laughs> call it a costume. I saw some stand up on TikTok and it was this girl and she's actually very famous and I can't think of her name but she's a comedian mm-hmm. and she was doing stand-up and she's like I like to think that football players are just all best friends and they just like to hang out and wear matching outfits and play together oh that's like, cute <laughs> I was like dude that's us talk I like their outfits um but I thought this was interesting so the Detroit Pistons also had their season season opener I forgot this- that that was happening that was on our list of activities that we could have done. It's like a possibility. <laughs> I know. 
Um, which I'm kind of sad we didn't because they won their game too. Did they? Yes, against Chicago Bulls. That's kind of sad. And that's our two like favorite cities. So <sighs> could have saw it. But anyways, Dang. I thought it was interesting. So they actually had some Lions players go to their game and like showed them on the Jumbotron and stuff. That's so cute. Um, <clears throat> which I just love like. Let's all support each other. The collaboration, the camaraderie, Um, the crossovers. Yeah, but it was the Lions general manager, Brad Holmes. And apparently he's friends with the general manager for the Pistons and like has invited him to come to their trainings and stuff. Um, And also the Lions wide receiver was there. But yeah, it was just kind of cool to see like the teams are going to each other's stuff And rooting for each other. That's so cute. And hopefully the Pistons keep it up and stay on the same winning streak as I the hope lions so detroit <clears throat> sports making a comeback i heard the red wings are supposed to be good this year too really that's what i heard too yeah i, I Let's heard that go detroit's killing it um it was so funny too because we were watching the game we texted each other we we're like oh my god they there was a girl in the stands who like pulled the jamar gibbs into the stands she did after he it was his first touchdown at home so that's why he like freaked Went, out so like, much and was like Super oh my gosh. crazy. Um, but it. the way that she pulled him up, like, was I'm sorry. Do you know how heavy strength? that man is? That man's probably 250 pounds at least. Yeah. Like, that yeah. is crazy. She just pulled him up with ease. Like I know. It was, it was incredible. Nothing. And what was crazy was when I was watching it, I needed a replay of that. I'm like, I don't want to see a replay of the touchdown right now. I want to see a replay of that woman lifting him <laughs> into the stands because it was so, so high. I couldn't believe that he was like fully in the stands and not just like sitting along the but it was, fence, but you know. I know. Thing, well, I just thought it was crazy because you know how they say when you have adrenaline, like anything's possible. Women have like lifted cars off their babies and stuff. Like, yeah. This girl was must have the been adrenaline through adrenaline. the moon. <laughs> she just like picked them up like it was nothing. I mean, like it a was little a child. game. There was it was such a good game to watch. I think it was a good game yeah. to watch. No, it was. It was it was a lot of fun. Um but yeah, it was I actually looked at tickets for this game Sunday. Did you? You were gonna go? I thought about it and I was gonna surprise Evan and be like, I got his tickets, let's go. Cause we didn't really have plans for like yeah. Monday night. I don't know, it's about to be Halloween too. So I was like, let's yeah. go. Yeah. Um fun. But no, the cheapest ticket was like 300 bucks. Except, you know what? Ford the Field is doing this. room. And yes. I don't know how it's working. So I don't think it is. So I looked this up and I literally didn't understand because you can buy for $139, which is still kind of an still absurd amount. Still pricey, yeah. Um, you don't get a seat and you're expected to stand the whole time. And I'm like, who the hell can stand through a whole football game? Which the I players. guess like the players <laughs> and the coaches do it. Yeah, but, like, imagine just standing there the whole time. I One of my friends went to the standing room only, and I think she got there early because I think there are some seats, like, near the front of it. Like, I think there's, like, like high-top tables. Yeah, so I don't know how that works. Maybe we'll have to find out. Yeah, I guess. I don't, I don't know. I want to go to another game. I only went to the home Same. opener, and I mean, like, that's great to go to just one game, but I'm like, I really want to see one more. Yeah, I agree. Well, maybe you can go see Jack Harlow perform. Um. <clears throat> But, okay, so this is random, but let's get into this because I don't know if you saw, but there was a little controversy on TikTok where this man went to New York and he was at a bagel shop, which New York is pretty well known for their bagels. Yes. So he goes to a bagel shop. He's from L.A. Mm -hmm. So he asks for them to scoop his bagel. What does that mean? So what is a scoop of a bagel I'm glad you don't know, and I feel like it's very... This is normal to not know, but I feel like I'm, it's very L.A. to know. 
Oh. So basically, the the bagel place told him like Scoop get the, the fuck bagel? out. Like, oh, so it was like you derogatory. You t- <laughs> no, but like <laughs> it's offensive to like a bagel owner, a bagel store owner. Yeah. But um, they work so hard on this, so you want them to throw half of it out. So basically, Shut you up. scoop out the the fluffy, the fluffy part? part. Yes, that's wait. No, I'm cr- offended too. So what crime. they wanted? They wanted like a skinny bagel. Yes, a skinny bagel. Oh, get the fuck! I tell them to get the fuck out of there too. And so go to go to wherever and get one of the thin bagels from the store. You don't deserve a real bagel. So it got to the point. People were so pissed. He posted a video explaining the situation, and. Everyone was not on his side, which I think he thought people were going to be on I, his side. Sometimes I love when that happens on TikTok. Someone posts something. And they're like, boom, I thought I ate. And, and then everyone is like, no, you're, you're wrong. Like, well, this guy didn't eat because he literally couldn't get the bagel. Um, they were like, get true. out. So it got to the point, though, somebody and I, I believe this is true. He it got to the point. Somebody messaged him and mm-hmm. said, I will buy you. A first class plane ticket, an Uber ride, and give you AirPods if you get the fuck out of my city. He took it. He took it. Wait, wait a damn minute. Somebody somebody was willing to spend their money on that? They wanted him to leave New York that badly. And he took it? Yeah. And he was like, I don't care, man. I took the flight. I'll I'll be back. I'll be back. <laughs> yeah. Well, they don't want him back. Yeah. Um I can't believe somebody he did like interviews about it too because it was such a big controversy that you know like random online places reached out to him and he was like i was just trying to do something for my health which is like it's fine but like do that at home then don't ask the store to do it i don't know but i feel like it is a very la thing maybe yeah Um, i feel like they're very health conscious in la but like not New York. No, and uh, in New York, you're eating the bagel. You're eating I don't know what else. I don't go to L- or New York that often. I want to go pizza. I want to like give it a try in my adult life. I haven't really been in my adult life. I've I did, but we were like in and out. It was yeah. Like, I went on a trip for work there once and in and out. But I think it'd be fun. But I was kind of thinking, have you ever like, have you ever been to a restaurant with somebody or been the person at a restaurant that asks for something like super absurd? I would like to think that none of my requests are super absurd, but probably not. I feel like any of my requests are like, can I add chicken to the Caesar salad? Yeah, I guess. Or like, do you have French fries? Yeah, I, do. I haven't really made requests, but I like, used we're to not do that picky. weird. Ch- are you kidding me? We're not. You are a chicken tenders and fries. That's not that picky. Child, and that is picky. I mean, that's like a different kind of picky. I'm not like saying. Can I get this meal with all these substitutes and blah, 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 blah I do blah, that blah. shit all the time. Um, I don't want so tomato. I don't want tomato. I don't want lettuce. I don't want onions. I mean, I feel like I that, want... those are all fair ass. That's not Is like, it? I don't think that's like absurd, but well, I also have never like worked in a restaurant. Yeah. So you don't know how annoying it is. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I used to be super annoying and I mm-hmm. would bring. You don't say you used to be super annoying. Yeah. <laughs> Once about a time, I obviously changed. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> I used to bring. Buffalo Wild Wings mild sauce with me to restaurants to like dip my food in. Why? Um, why? Yeah, for why? Just because taste. you loved it that much? Like if I, like it was kind of when I was being healthier, but obviously beat up's mild sauce is not like healthy. What did you dip in it? Because what other I would chicken do tenders? Is, no, I would get like grilled chicken. Oh. And to make it more delicious, I would bring my own mild sauce. Yeah. But then like one time I got caught and it's a health code violation. Oh, it is. You can't bring in food, like outside food into a restaurant 
Mm. So they were like, ma'am, you can't have that. And I was like, okay. So I literally put it like in my purse and was just like dipping my food <laughs> in my purse. <laughs> um, so, so that was pretty funny. absurd. Um, but yeah, I used to do that. Also when I was like vegan slash vegetarian, I was that like was vegetarian for nine months. But then like at the end, I was like, I'm going to be vegan. And that's what really set me like, that just, that's what I like, ended it all. Yeah, because I would go to restaurants and be like, this can't have this oil. It can't have this. It can't have this. And like the yeah. waiters, especially I think around us, would just like look at me like, okay, lady, for yeah, sure. Yeah. But like <laughs> they were not going to do it. So I was just like, I just, just give it all up. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I, that didn't last very long, but I tried my best. Um, again, it was like a health thing. Yeah. It's <laughs> like trying to be health conscious. Um, but that didn't last. So, Let's get into some more food problems because there was more drama on TikTok. Are you on Keith Lee TikTok? No, I have no idea who Keith Lee is. I don't know what side of TikTok I'm on, but. Okay, I love this because I just found out today, actually. So I've been on Keith Lee TikTok. He's like a food critic mm-hmm. and he'll go to different restaurants. He tries to go to like small businesses and just on he TikTok? reviews their food mm-hmm. and Normally he gets to go orders and he doesn't tell the restaurants that it's him because he's like got a huge platform. Yeah. So he'll try to get it to go order so they don't know it's him and he will review the food in his car. And that's like what he's known for. Wait, is he the guy that was just in Michigan? He's from Detroit. He's from here? Yes. And I was so excited to find that out. So basically like, yeah, he was from Detroit. He He's the same age as us too, by the way, which always blows my mind when people are so much older than me in my head. Like he has like but a then whole family and like he seems oh, so mature. And then I just found out he graduated high school the same year as us. And I was like, damn, Dang. good for him. Yeah. Like he's really got it figured out. Yeah. Um, but yeah, us. so he's from Detroit and he came back to Michigan recently and like reviewed some food. But he's been going around the country with his family. That's so And fun. reviewing food. And it literally changes some of these businesses' like lives. Like, oh yeah, for the rest of- I could see it completely changing the tra- trajectory of any restaurant. There, there's businesses on there that literally were like about to close down, and he goes and then like stop it. I could cry. That's I really, know. really, really nice. Very good person. But um, so he does this, and he's been doing this, and so his last stop was Atlanta, and so he went to Atlanta, and he the first place he was like trying to try. He gets in the car and he was like, basically doesn't have food. And he's mm-hmm. like, I can't rate it because I didn't get any food. And he was very nice about it. He's like, don't trash this business. But they have like a lot of rules that they like are only open certain days of the week. They're only open for certain hours. They like randomly close. They don't do to go orders. They don't take reservations, like a bunch of crazy rules that they follow. And it started coming out that a lot of businesses in Atlanta do have those kinds of rules. And this is like the I got the list of rules from this restaurant. So it is like an extensive list. There's a bunch of rules too about list. Yes. There's a bunch of rules too about like no um no parties of five or more. Like so many The first rule, for those of you who maybe can't see this, says we guarantee the food is great. Everything else is left to chance. We tried our hardest, though. We really do. Yeah. What? So, basically, that was kind of... So, he gets in the car, and he's like, I would rate this food, but I didn't get any food because they only were going to serve him after they realized it was him. And he was like, I don't do that. Um, Good for Like, him. sorry. 
And so he ended up trying other places in Atlanta and everybody was just the whole rhetoric on TikTok was like, this business has got to be punching the air right now, whatever. But Cardi B chimed in because she was like, yeah, um, that's how a lot of the restaurants in Atlanta are. Like, I literally have to name drop to get to go food or they won't do it. We have to say my name in order to get food. And she's like, it just seems like they don't really care about like the customer service or the customer experience. I saw another video, not about like food like this, but that like a lot of people in the service industry that are just starting out are like starting to have extensive amounts of rules. Like when you're going to, I don't know, get your nails done that like you have to be here by X time, which like, of course you should already be time. If you're one minute late, I'm not providing service and you have to pay this much. Don't park here. You have to specifically park in this spot. These, everything I'm saying sounds pretty reasonable, but like the (laughs) list goes on and on and on of like little things like, don't bring in water. Don't bring your own snacks. Like, but also don't ask for it food. Yeah, feels like Airbnb rules. Yes, like yes, being yes. So like almost absurd. like that. Like you're renting this house, but like don't use anything. Don't touch anything. Don't look at anything. Like yeah. I remember specifically, we've talked so much about Airbnb, but it's like don't use this towel or like don't yeah. do this. Like it's, it's just hard crazy to think stuff, of, and like, especially yeah. with like food stuff. I I don't know. I guess it's like a common thing there. So like now everyone was like, leave it to Keith Lee to fix the whole food industry in Atlanta. Um, And so, yeah, I guess he ended up getting like good food there, though, in the end. Um, But just not from that place. Um, And I guess like the restaurant had to come out and apologize. But um, that's just crazy to me how many rules they have. Yeah, it literally will. I'll just go through some of them real quick. Um, they guarantee great food. Everything else is left to chance. No individual checks, but they will split it up to three cards. 18% gratuity added to parties of five or more or checks larger than $75, which seems absurd. Mm-hmm. Um, no modifications to any menu items. If you have a food allergy, pl- please choose another item without the allergen, which kind of doesn't make sense because in most restaurants, when you cook something yeah. on the same grill, like, that person can't control what you cook there. So if you can't say, hey, I'm allergic to this, there's no guarantee that that food is actually going to be without the allergen. Um, Rule number five, be nice. Six, no reservations unless you're Barack Obama. There's exceptions to every rule. No table hibernation. 90-minute max. Others need to eat too. Um, That, I feel like, was a huge thing during, like, after COVID. Yeah, it was. Kind of, like, not anymore. Yeah, I feel like that's simmered out a little bit. Um, If we prepare your item to our menu specifications, we will not remove the item from your bill. Our entrees are not samples. Thanks. So I'm assuming with this, they just mean, like, you can't be like, I didn't like this or whatever. Like, if you get something, doesn't matter. Like, you got it. It's done. Um. No parties larger than four on days that end in Y. So any day of the week, no parties larger than four. I feel like they're trying to be really funny with this list. And yeah, like, that's what people were saying. But it's really just coming across like super passive aggressive. We have no waiting area inside. Um, naps in your car are fine. So basically, if you're like waiting for a table, you can't wait inside. You have to like leave to wait. Dude, I just... This list gives me kind of a lot of anxiety. Like uh, some of it's like kind of like reasonable and like, like be nice. Like obviously like, <laughs> like no reservations that, that that's fine. A lot of restaurants I feel like we go to don't take reservations, 
But if I saw this list of rules, like, at the front of a restaurant, like, it would just give me so much anxiety that, like, they're judging me as a customer, and I just feel like the smallest thing is going to set them off. I would not want to eat there. Yeah. Well, that was kind of the the general consensus. It, it kind of blew my mind. Is like, I understand, like, even I feel around us, a lot of restaurants, or not a lot, but some restaurants will, like, close for a couple hours during the day and then reopen for dinner. Yeah. Um, Like, stuff like that is totally understandable. But mm-hmm. then, like, I, I don't know, even the, like, no takeout thing. I know yeah. it's, this wasn't on this list, but apparently that's what they were saying is they like don't they do takeout or See, like that's my thing. They have hidden rules that aren't even on or the they'll rules. like randomly close on DoorDash even though they're open. Um, But that is one thing I can't understand because I feel like near us, even restaurants with like no reservation, no this, no mm-hmm. that. They thrive with DoorDash and takeout because take they would just rather do that than have mm-hmm. customers inside. And it's like the opposite. I don't know. Interesting. Don't interesting thing. But I definitely. uh I thought this was so interesting. There's still so much drama about it, like, online now. Oh, I'm sure. But, um... I'm sure it'll come up on my TikTok now. Because we're talking about it? Yeah, my phone's right here. Keith Lee on TikTok. (laughs) Keith Um, Lee, TikTok. That's crazy. We'll test it after. Um, Okay, so more stuff going on right now. This was wild because Five Nights at Freddy's came out on October 27th. And I saw the commercial for this when I was seeing something else in theaters. And I was like, hmm, that looks kind of interesting. It's basically, it's based on a video game, and the premise is, it's almost like uh, evil Chuck E. Cheese. It's like animatronics. Oh, it's that movie? Yeah, like animatronics in the place are you're actually about. evil I, and kill people. I saw a commercial about that. And so in the video game, basically, you're the employee of the place, and at night, you have to like try to use security cameras and different things to catch the animatronics that are evil. Uh-huh. Um, and so they made this movie based off of that. That's so funny. And it looked interesting, but it's rated PG-13, so it didn't look too scary. Um, so I was like, I don't know if I want to see it. It's not like totally scary, but it's yeah, not. Almost like a stupid scary is like, kind of how yeah. it sounds like it could be. Yeah, but I guess it has like a cult following and it broke so many records i was looking at these records and i was i was like the same movie for this freddy five night thing yes broke these so records. apparently domestically it was the highest gro- grossing opening weekend for Bloomhouse, surpassing 2018's halloween which is nuts it was the 19th Bloomhouse film to open in first place at the domestic box office biggest opening weekend of the year for a ho- horror film um, second largest debut of all time for a video game adaptation behind Super Mario Bros. Tied for best opening weekend for a day and date streaming release with Disney's 2021 Marvel Adventure Black Widow. Biggest opening weekend ever for a Universal and Peacock hybrid release. Highest grossing opening weekend for Halloween weekend release. Outperforming 2011 Puss in Boots. Third biggest debut for any horror film. Best debut ever for a PG-13 horror film. That was just mind-blowing to me. Also, I think because I had just seen a TikTok of people being like, oh, we walked out of that movie like it was so bad. But I think it's because if you don't, if you're not part of like the video game world of it, like you don't under like appreciate the adaptation of it. Video games have big cult followings. Yes. Like the e-gaming space is nuts. Yes. So 
I guess it did very well. And I was kind of intrigued. And I'm like, should I go see this now? I kind of want to go see it. Maybe, I'm in not like Maybe that's what we do. Maybe we should do that. We were talking about doing something after the podcast. Should we do that tonight? Should we go to the movies? Isn't it like $5 movie night too? Probably. We never do fun things like this <laughs> so spontaneously. It is pretty spontaneous. We'll get back to y'all if we actually go to the movies. Like I'll be oh. impressed. <laughs> Same. Um, more movie news though. So I just saw this. Beetlejuice 2 starring Michael Keaton and Jenna Ortega is going to hit the theaters in 2024, which I'm very excited about. I say woo, but Beetlejuice scared the shit out of me when I saw it. Dude, I loved Beetlejuice. It gave me, it made me feel, and I don't know if anyone can relate to this, it made me feel very claustrophobic when I was watching it. And there's a few movies that make me feel claustrophobic. And I feel like there's probably some kind of like something syndrome. Some term of Yeah, some term of like what that means. Because I also feel claustrophobic when I watch um, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Like the original one always made me feel claustrophobic. Like there was no way out of the space that they were in. And I also felt like that, like watching Alice in Wonderland and I love Alice in Wonderland, but I feel claustrophobic watching it because I feel like there's no way out of where they are. And there's got to be something deeper of like, because in every situation like Beetlejuice, he's stuck in that world yeah in alice in wonderland stuck in the world world. charlie factory they're stuck i just feel like there's no way out of the charlie and the chocolate factory place and it freaks me out that's interesting i always really liked it um and something about it is so nostalgic for me which is crazy because i don't even think i watched it that many times but there's so many iconic scenes and i'm just very happy to i'm happy that they're remaking it as well with they're keeping michael keaton in it and um, Winona Ryder is still going to be Lydia. Oh, nice. So, yeah, so they just added, like, additional cast members. So, like, Jenna Ortega is going to be Winona Ryder's, Lydia's child in the movie. Um, oh, cute. But I kind of wanted, I was like, what are some some juicy facts about Beetlejuice? Because it's been so long mm-hmm. that they recorded it. And it's kind of like, what were they up to? What was Tim Burton up to during when? that time? So, the studio originally wanted to call Beetlejuice House Ghosts. And as a joke, Tim Burton suggested the name Scared Sheetless. That's but funny. they actually considered naming it that, and he was horrified. He was like, no, 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 we are not doing that. It was just a joke. It was just a joke. Um, the movie's box office success created plans for a sequel a long time ago, and they were going to make it Beetlejuice Goes Hawaiian. Interesting. Which is like so random. Very um, interesting. But Tim Burton like decided he didn't want to go that route and yeah. abandon the whole project. So that leads us to today, the sequel, Beetlejuice 2. Um, in the original movie, Michael Keaton ad-libbed 90% of his lines. That's incredible. Which is like absolutely wild to think about. Um, yeah. Tim Burton feared the Deo sequence wouldn't go over well. You know, when they're all around the table and like, Yay! Yep. And they get like possessed by the song. Yeah. Um, this is what was absolutely wild to me though. The first DVD mailed out by Netflix in April 1998 was Beetlejuice. So I was like, what does that even mean? I did not know this, but to this year, until September of this year, Netflix was launched as a DVD you mailing didn't know service. That? No. Yes. And 
So over the last 25 years, they've shipped more than 5 billion DVDs with Beetlejuice being the first one that yeah. they ever sent out. That was how they started. And then they became a streaming service. Yes, it was it like, didn't stop until literally September of this yeah, year. It was like blo- kind of like Blockbuster, but like it was just mailed to your house instead of having to go to Blockbuster because Carly's family used to use that. And that's how I knew what Netflix was. She'd be like, oh, we got this on Netflix or through Netflix. It's so wild to think about. I did not know that. I mean, I knew people used to do like the like Blockbuster. There's that like the Redbox. Yes. Redbox machine or you can go and like rent movies. Mm -hmm. But I didn't realize. And I also didn't realize that people were still doing it to this day. It literally stopped in September. Um, And actually they Netflix said for their last shipment of DVDs, like Mm -hmm. everybody could keep their last DVD. Oh, that's cute. Yeah. So it was September 29th of this year that they stopped it. But it was kind of cool that Beetlejuice was the first one that they sent out. Yeah, um, I wouldn't have guessed that out of all the movies. Yeah, I know. Dang. But I'm excited for it to come out. Um, but yeah, that's kind of, it's kind of like spooky. Um, it is a little spooky. There was some spookiness to this week's episode. And let's, let's, with that being said, let's get into the last spooky stories of the season. Make sure... Start submitting back your shady stories so we can get back to those next week. Um, But let me get into shady story number one. This happened to my mom, but I was involved in a spooky way. When I was little, my parents took us to Mexico during winter break. We stayed at my dad's mom's house, and we always had one night there where all my aunts and uncles would share their personal spooky stories, and some involved the home we were staying at. Me and my older brother loved hearing them, but it always ended up with us running up the stairs and immediately hiding under the covers until we fell asleep because we were so scared. One of those trips, we had gone to visit my mom's side of the story. I don't know that this is totally related to what happens later, but I don't know. It kind of seems like it to me. Anyways, I ended up breaking this baby Jesus that was passed down generations, so I cried the whole time out of guilt. I remember exactly what I was wearing till this day. It was a red and black plaid suit set with a blazer and a cute skirt. Anyways, we get back to where we're staying at. At some point, my dad and mom got into a huge fight, so she ends up going to bed, and we stayed playing with my cousins while my dad continued to party. Eventually, it was getting super late, and it was time to go to bed. I wanted to stay the night at my cousin's, so I go tell my mom, who's half awake at that time, that I'm staying over there, and she says okay. My cousins lived a couple blocks away, And even though it's like three in the morning, we were walking there. I know, super safe. So she tells me to make sure to put some sweats on before I go because it's cold. I leave and stay the night. The next morning I go back and my mom's not there, but my uncle proceeds to tell me that my mom was freaking out in the morning because she couldn't find me. So I tell him I told her I was staying the night. And he says, I know, that's what I told her. But she said that you came back hours later and she let you in the room and scolded you because you didn't put the sweats on like she told you to. And you didn't say anything but got in the bed with her. She says you curled up next to her and you were freezing so she put your legs in between hers to warm you up and you went to sleep. When she woke up you were gone and thought you had came downstairs already. That's when I told her you'd stayed the night at your cousin's and then she tells me this story. She couldn't believe it so she called my aunt's house and confirmed it. I had stayed the night and I was still there wearing my sweats all nice and warm. They didn't tell me anything that morning as we ate breakfast together because they didn't want to scare me. But my uncle apparently didn't care, so he told me as soon as I got there. I don't know how that happened, as I'm alive and not a ghost. It was just the beginning of spooky experiences in that home. What? 
That's so alarming. And like, I can picture the scene in my head because I feel like in so many scary movies, when you like roll over and like the thing just like comes behind them and like holds them. No, 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 no. And that was like what I pictured in my head. No. Um, This is 10 out of 10. Very terrifying. Terrifying. And like, who the hell was that? Um, Oh, spooky, yeah, spooky, spooky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't, I like, don't like it. it. I don't like it one bit. Yeah. Oh. Mm. I'm sure there is plenty. If that's just the beginning of spooky experiences, I am terrified to know the rest. But next year, bring it back. Come back around with them. Absolutely. <laughs> Shady or no spooky. Spooky story number two. My bad, everyone. I had my cousins over to watch the first Saw movie. After the movie was over, two of my cousins, Blair and Shay, slept on the couch, and my other cousin, Kate, slept in my room with me. About an hour after going to sleep, I hear Shay saying my name, and I asked if everything was okay. She said, can you please tell your dog to stop licking my feet? I said, I don't have a dog. Shay let out a big scream, and I thought she was just trying to scare me because of the movie. That was until we saw a man get up off the floor and run into my mom's room. We all started screaming to wake my mom up. By the time she woke up, he had ex- exited the back door. The following morning, we saw his muddy footprints at the back door. So we knew it actually happened. Years later, I saw a post about a man that would lick people's toes. And he was called the Toe Suck Fairy. Could have been him. We will never know. You're joking. But also, okay, my first thought was like, how did Shay not know that they had like didn't have a dog? That was kind of weird. But the fact that this was a man in their home is disgusting. Well, I feel like when you're like half asleep and like shit like that's going down, like you just you don't, like don't, you don't know even what's realize what's, what's happening. Like, ah, you just stop could the dog. be a dog. Yeah. Could be something. And then it's like a I fucking I hate that guy. so much. It's so that's so violating and so wrong in so many ways. Um that I is cannot. genuinely like I can't even you can't even make that shit up. That's another 10 out of 10. I would not want to be. I You don't want to be I sucked by the toe suck fairy? No, I don't wish <laughs> that upon my and worst who enemy. Who named him that? Like, I'm sorry, but that is so. That's not even like a clever no, name. It's I just wish like that too upon nobody in life. That's disgusting. Um, yeah, that's. I'm um, sorry that happened to you. That's crazy. Um, yeah. 10 out of 10 for me as well. So bad. But that concludes our spooky ish episode for this week. Um, we will see you guys on the bonus content, getting into some of these Halloween costumes and some more tea. Um, and we will see you guys next week. Bye, everyone. Bye.